Dude, do you ever listen to a random um, pod and they have DraftKings and they have the exact same ad that we have to read? Dude, I have. have. (laughs) I'm like, wait a second. (laughs) And like, I say that part in my brain, like, must be 21 or older. New Jersey, Indiana, Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Everyone's getting that DraftKings money. I know, right? (laughs) They're just cornering the market, man. That's all. Seriously. All right, we should probably get this intro in here. Do it. Welcome back, Bucket Busters. I'm your host, Tim Johnson. And this is the Busted Bucket Podcast. Locally grown here in Portland, Oregon, the city of roses, city of bridges, Stumptown PDX. This is a show dedicated to Rip City and everyone who loves Portland basketball. Joining me is my co-host, the Bay Area Blazer, Rope Zapanta. Look good, feel good, pod good, let's get it. Let's get it indeed. Oh, man. Look, I, I really want to come into this hot, man, because... Yes, this, sir. Hey, straight up, I got to be honest with, with you and everyone listening. This might end up being a downer episode. <laughs> I'm just going to I'm gonna put that out there up front. <laughs> it's been sort of a downer season, but man... It's the new it it's the new year, right? Happy New Year, it my is. friend. It is. And and that's what I wanted to say. You know, I want to start off by saying Happy New Year to everyone that's listening. Happy New Year to you, my co-host, the guy Absolutely. who I started this with, Rosa Panta. Yes, sir. You are the rock of this show and I appreciate you being here each and every time. Um I just want to say before we get too much further into this show that I made I made a couple of uh, New Year's resolutions. Ooh, okay. For this show. All right. Uh, one of them being, I really, really want to work, work towards getting Antonio Harvey back on the show. So, listeners, I'm telling you right now, part two is coming soon. Yeah. Listeners, like, at him. At him on his Twitter. <laughs> Get him well, to come he back doesn't on. Have Twitter. He doesn't have Twitter. Oh, that's right. That's right. If you really, really want to. I can't. I okay. I can't tell. Google his address. No, I'm. I'm totally joking. I'm. I'm gonna stop myself right there. <laughs> Look, it's real easy, man. I mean, yeah. if I could do it, anybody can do it. So, that was one of them. Mm-hmm. The second one is, uh, I want to be more committed to putting out more episodes. So, yeah. starting starting next week, I think we should start putting out those two episodes that we want to put out twice a week. We'll get we'll get you two. Yeah, and that's that's kind of as far as I went as far as my New Year's resolutions. I want to keep it short. I want to keep it small, something attainable, because we all know how New Year's resolutions go, right? <laughs> no, this is something that we'll actually follow through with. Right. You know I mean, I mean, I've had a gym membership for like ten years. Ask me how many times I've been. <laughs> the LA Fitness one. Yeah. What's yeah. up, dude? I still have that too. It's still pulling money out of my credit card. I got to You should probably cancel yeah, that considering you don't even live here anymore. They make it so hard, man. <laughs> it's true cuz it's so cheap. True. True, true, true. I got it on such a good deal. But hey. All right. So here <laughs> Here we go, man. We're going to start off on that high note and we're kind of we're going to dive into I don't want to say uncharted territory, but maybe some uncomfortable territory. Yeah. Because you know, generally speaking, we would start off this show by saying that we've got three games to talk about. You know, the Blazers took on the Mavericks, the Jazz, the Lakers. Uh, these are the results for each game. Look, I don't even care. I don't even care right now. The bottom line is the Blazers are awful. 
Yeah. The Blazers are terrible. They're playing terrible basketball. We've got guys injured. We've got guys on the health and safety protocols. Look, the way that I see it, there's no clear road to get the Blazers out of this funk. And what I wanted to ask you, Ro, because it, it actually, believe it or not, listeners, it's been a while since I've spoken to Ro. Um, I wanted to ask you, do you see a way out of the funk that they're in this season? Not looking forward to next season. This season, do you see whatever miracle it is out there <laughs> that can pull the Blazers back to relevance? Oh, man. Like a, like a late Christmas miracle? That's what you're asking of me right now? I think... Something. Dude, so I think what we're seeing is actually a lot worse than it actually is. And the reason why I'm saying this is because at the beginning of the year, Damian Lillard started out slow. So you could blame a lot of losses on that. You could blame, blame a yep. lot of losses on Chauncey Billups implementing his system. You could now blame some of that on CJ McCollum getting injured... And then now we hit December, or sorry, we hit winter time. January. Yeah. <laughs> December, like January. January. bro. <laughs> and now you have players that are in health and safety protocols. So this team never really got to get a good rhythm. And now we're just seeing loss after loss after loss out of... You make a good point. It's basically just... I mean, the, the rest of the league is also seeing this too. But for us in particular, I feel like... We, we rely on our superstars a lot. You know, that's, comes, that's no surprise, really. Um, and it just seems like our superstars haven't found a rhythm with each other yet this season. Well, they barely played with each other this season. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't really count Dame early on like in his shooting slump because no. that was not the Dame that we're accustomed to. That's not the Dame that we know. That's not the Dame that he knows himself right um you make you made a good point saying that you know now we're we've never really found um a groove together because of the injuries and now that we're heading into the winter months everybody's going on these health and safety uh protocols right um but you also said something else at the tail end of that that all of these other teams are as well i mean case in point i think it was either I think it was the Mavericks also had like seven or eight guys out on on the health and safety protocols, but they still stomped us 132 to 117, <laughs> man. So like, how do you explain that? Like, like, right. You, and, and here's the thing, like, you think that that's just a one off, like these these Blazers have been blowing games here and there this whole season right this the whole early part of this season but then you couple that with the blazers losing to the jazz 120 to 105 like whoa that's a 15 point loss and actually it's a lot closer than what it actually was yeah and then as if the blazers just wanted to drive it home one more time to ring in the new year they lose to the freaking lakers 139 to 106 I don't know if it's just the fact that we've got guys on the health and safety protocols. Like we aren't losing by 30 points because of the guys that are in the safety protocols. We're not no. losing by 30 points because Cody Zeller has a busted kneecap. We're not losing <laughs> by 30 points 
because CJ McCollum is out with the pneumothorax. Like we're losing by 30 points because this team just isn't very good. Yeah. I don't think they're very good. it, It, it pains me so much to say that because I had so much belief heading into this season. Go ahead, bro. I don't. I don't want to. I'll get off my soapbox. For, no, for dude. A I. I, <laughs> I don't want to say that I enjoyed it, but I agreed with you, every step of the way with what you were saying, and I think that. Well, first of all, losing to the Lakers like that sucks every single time because I freaking hate the well, Lakers. The, it's the Lakers, right? Exactly. <laughs> but a lot of it was that first quarter. Our heart was just sort of ripped out of our body, and yeah. most. Like, if you would go back a year or two, having Dame Lillard on the team, he would not let that team be put no. away like that. Ever. No, he wouldn't. And, and and I like that you brought that up. Our hearts were ripped out. That's happened before many games this season. Right. Many games. Like, even with our starters in, they look disinterested. And they've looked that way this entire season. I don't know if it's just that that they're they're missing Terry Stotts or I, I don't know, man. Like like are they just resistant to Chauncey's system or Chauncey himself or just the aura around the Chauncey hiring still? I don't know, man. But whatever it is, there is some bad juju going on with this team, and it's taking every single person down with it. Yeah, I mean, I was gonna go directly there where it just seems like there's no heart there's no heart in this team because the old the team the teams before this one would have at least fought every step of the way to get to crawl back into it and this for whatever reason this Damian Lillard led team even though we were missing a lot of players didn't even put up a fight not at all not at all and it's it's been really tough watching and I'm going to say it, man, like it's been tough watching the decline of the Blazers because that's exactly what it is, man. Yeah. They're declining game after game after game. It's just bad. It's just bad basketball. Yeah. I don't even know if a trade really helps the situation. You know, I, okay. And this is, this is where I mentioned in the beginning, we're going to go to some kind of dark places here it's gonna be a bit of a bum out happy happy new year everyone (laughs) here we are ringing in the new year 2022 talking about some doom and gloom and it's i'm telling you man like this is the episode where we i think we have turned the corner we have flipped that proverbial page where i think we both reached our limit right yeah And, and and i think as a fan base We've reached our limit. There are still those out there and such major incredible props to you for still being able to keep the faith and holding on. But the way I see it, the way I feel, what my gut tells me, what my heart tells me is that maybe it's about time. And I don't want to, I'm hesitant to say fire sale, but maybe you have that fire sale. Maybe... You take a look at the record. You take a look at, at at all the talent you have, where you're sitting right now, and you say to yourself, self, how do I make this team better? Is it trading these players here, excluding anyone named Dame? Right. 
Or is it time to apologize to the man for wasting his prime? Send him somewhere for as much as you can get. Because the city of Portland deserves it. Yeah. And and Dame Lillard would deserve it over. too. If he, would. If he I mean, went to somewhere that was an instant contender. Cause here's the thing. When, you, when we sent Clyde to Houston, Houston was going to be a good team. Right. Right? And I'm... Look, I love Dame. I think he's amazing. I love CJ. I think he's amazing. But you send those guys to a place where you know they can thrive and they have a shot, a legitimate shot at, at you know, competing for the title, you're not getting much in return. Right. Like, you will get a lot of picks, a lot of maybe young talent, hopefully. But you're not going to get anything that's going to, you know, immediately um, give you a, a return on your investment, if you will. Like, you send someone to a playoff, you send Dame to a playoff team, unless they already have other picks from from you know sub 500 teams. Like, you're not you're not going to improve your situation. You just got rid of the the greatest blazer to ever <laughs> don the uniform for nothing, right? So. Right. You know, I, I just I just think we've crossed that threshold now where the I guess the communication or the, the conversation maybe needs to start. Yeah. Where do you go from here? Because right now you're awful. Yeah, it's, it's and the, not looking and, good. And the city of Portland is hurting because of it. I mean, did you see how many how many fans are in the stands? There's nobody. Mm. And then, you know, granted, like we had some pretty awful weather out here. Right. I will say so uh, the past week. But if we were winning, you know, that wouldn't matter, though. It wouldn't. It really wouldn't. It wouldn't. And, you know, I, I agree with what you're saying. I think that there could potentially be trades out there, though, where you could get quite a bit back. Maybe not get everything back that you're, yeah. you know, that you're particularly wanting. Yeah, I mean, you're. You're still gonna take a hit because you're giving up. You'd be giving up Dame, right? right. But I, I don't know, man. Like the way, the way that I even hate talking about doing, it. Can I, I just can, make I that upfront to the listeners? Dude, it, I do not hurts. like talking about trading Dame. But it physically hurts talking about it. Sometimes we just have to explore that option, right? What that would look like. Like is like would a team like the Warriors be interested? Where you could get back like a Kaminga and a Wiseman and maybe a pick. Where rebuilding that team doesn't seem that bad. You get, what, two first-rounders like that? Or you go and... Man, I don't even know what else is out there, to be honest. Go get Ben Simmons, but even that see, seems like a trap. Ben yeah, Simmons for that- Lillard? Hockey fans, DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, has a no-brainer offer that'll make you a winner once any shot gets past the goalie. New customers can bet just $1 on any NHL game and win $100 in free bets if either team scores a goal. The NHL got rid of its ties in 2005, so you know someone is going to light the lamp. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TBPN, throw down $1 on any NHL game, and win 100 in free bets if either team scores a goal. That's promo code TBPN this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
the thing is like the the problem is old shape really did put us in the mud right right we don't have any picks next year right i, I don't know about i don't know about the year after but we do <clears throat> excuse me but the way that he set it up i mean he's completely wasted dame's prime uh he should have moved cj three years ago yep Agreed. Every person, every every player he pulled in, he overpaid, or they just weren't the right fit. Right. Every single player, man. I mean, I I liked when he brought in Whiteside. To be honest, me too. I liked when he brought in Cantor or Ennis Freedom. Now. Yeah. When he traded for Nurk. But for the vast, he traded for Nurk, but for the vast majority, I mean, it's been terrible. And honestly, like, what are we really getting from Nurk? Again. As 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 a person, I like him, but as like if we we're talking about a fit to this team, like they never should have traded for Nurk. They should have traded someone, you know, someone more athletic than him. Like 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 um, I can't think of his name right now. Uh, old boy that used to be on OKC back in the day, Nerlens Noel. Noel. Like someone like Nerlens yeah. Noel. Like that. That's the type of big man that would have fit. That's the style of this team. And I just, I think it's good that Olshay's gone, but I think the damage is done, unfortunately. Yeah, I mean, we're only, I think next season is where we could say it's officially done. And the reason why I'm saying this is because I still think that there are moves that you could potentially make just because we do have some valuable contracts. And I, I don't think the next GM, I know it's Joe Cronin right now, I really don't think that person is ready to let go of someone like Dame Lillard, because that. Well, I mean, it's it's probably gonna be Joe Cronin, right? Yeah, I mean, Dame's pushing is. for him, so. I mean, you're right. I don't think. I don't think any GM coming in. Is really gonna be up to trading Dame unless you like, get an amazing deal, right? That you I just mean, can't it would have pass to up. be ridiculous, right? Yeah, yeah, and and that's what I'm saying though is like that that conversation has to start to see what what the the current market is right for a talent like dame and you know it sucks i hate talking about it but it's it's got to happen yeah it has to i agree man i don't think <laughs> dude these conversations are not going to stop this season <laughs> which sucks and i'm praying <laughs> i'm hoping for no. a miracle like you dude like i'm hoping when cj comes back seeing cj and dame together will kind of revitalize the the group maybe but right now, like defensively, they are so bad. Yeah. Defensively, they're they so really bad. Are. Even offensively, it's not that great. I feel really bad for Nasir Little and I, Simons I gotta, on years that they're doing better. You know, oh, they yeah, have this absolutely. great chance and like we're on a losing they're on a losing team right now. That's gotta be awful. I gotta ask you though, man, like do you do you blame Chauncey Billups for this? I don't. Do you, I mean their their defense is awful. And that was the whole like that was the whole I don't know, big hubbub about bringing in Billups is that he was a defensive-minded coach, right? Yeah, I mean, the thing is, is that that Olshay did a lot of touting about Chauncey's ability to get people to play defense. Mm -hmm. And, of course, Chauncey's going to say, you know, he's going to hold people accountable. But the elephant in the room is that your core group, Damian Lillard, CJ McCollum... Can't play defense. They can't play defense, (laughs) you know? And it's not a system thing. Right? It's not a system thing. It's it's like they're just finding new ways to be bad. 
right yeah. in a different system because they're not very good defenders that's something that literally you either have or you don't there aren't a lot of players in this league that start off as, as awful defenders and they end up being elite defensively that does not happen what happens usually is that they become passable defenders and i want to say damian lillard and cj mccollum this year are more passable than previous years they have been i agree um and i'm gonna give billup some credit there for for helping with that but the rest of the roster man it something's wrong dude it, it's a roster construction thing i don't think it's a billups thing i don't know if you agree with that but um i i, I yeah i 100 percent agree with you that it's definitely a construction uh thing and it's kind of unfortunate because if it's a roster construction thing we never should have gotten rid of stats yeah i mean you could you could say that um there's also some offensive things, though, that I didn't really well, particularly like about Stotts. Yeah, but I also think that... Yeah, okay. I'm, Stotts, Stotts' time had come to an end, but I also think it came to an end prematurely because of the handcuffs that were put on him by Olshay, by giving him uh, less than what he needed as far as talent is concerned. And, you know, it, that makes it tough on a coach. I'll agree with you. And, and, I, and, I, and I think, I think Stotts lost his uh, maybe creativity or his edge in, within the last couple of seasons because of that. I could see that. And, you know, I, I mostly agree with you. I think that with the way the league is shaping, though, you know, with the new rules, like, for fouls... Mm-hmm. I think that wouldn't play well in Stotts' system because there's a lot of isolation ball. And mm-hmm. I think Damian Lillard and CJ McCollum took advantage of those calls to get decent sure. offensive output. You don't mm-hmm. see a lot of successful iso ball anymore. I mean, you see James Harden like at the beginning of the season almost completely hampered by the fact that he can't get a foul call. And I think a <laughs> lot of that would have happened with Damian and CJ early on. If Stotts was still there, and I don't know if Stotts had the creativity to work around that, or if he would still be one See, trick pony I, I, I over and that. over and over. I would argue that because I think you know you saw you saw Stotts in his first five years become one of the most creative coaches I had ever seen in Portland. I mean, I I don't Touché. think it was I don't think it's a a matter of whether or not Stotts could have adapted to the new rule changes, I think that it just came down to Olshay had his hand on too many pieces of the puzzle, if if that makes sense. Yeah. Do you do you watch Hot Ones on YouTube? Of course I watch Hot Ones. You know that Paul Red one? It's like a really famous gif. Ugh, I, I mean, I don't remember seeing a gif <laughs> Basically, from that show. He's smiling at the host and is like, look at us. Like dying Who would have thought? Who would have thought? <laughs> Not me. That's the way I feel right now talking about Terry Stotts. <laughs> Where it's like, look at us commenting and complimenting Terry Stotts right now. Who would have thought? <laughs> Hey man, I mean, I never, I never disliked Stotts. I yeah. just thought that, you know, I, I was definitely towards the end of his tenure, ready for him to go. I will say that. Yeah. But I, I'm given, like I said, I'm like, given Billups like at least like, like three, three more years before I really judge him. 
this year's a wash, dude. Yeah, he could this, not this help. Gotta be he a could wash. not there's help been, this year. You're right. I mean, there's been so much turmoil within the Blazers organization. You got, you know, your president's gone. Your your uh, general manager's gone. You've got Dame. You know, everybody coming for Dame in the offseason saying he's going to get traded or whatever. He's saying Dame doesn't want to be here, you know, su- supposedly from his camp. Right. Saying he's going to, you know, force a trade. And, uh, you know, it, it, you're right. I think you're right. Um, I think you give him, I don't know if I give him another three years, but I think I give him next year. Yeah. To see what he can do. See some improvement. Uh, you know, assuming assuming they do something with this roster because you got to shake it up somebody's got to be moved you, you've got way too many guards on the team <laughs> that's easy okay yeah. yeah that's that's the easy part to fix exactly yeah. but then what do you do with your big situation right you've got cody zeller that i haven't seen you know when he's going to be back but or, or how how severe the injury is but then you've also got yusuf nurkic who's really been shown to be completely useless in games so you know, you've got him on the trading block. You've got Rocco on the trading block, who that's another guy that's completely disappeared since I said he's the only guy that I don't have to worry about when we interviewed Antonio Harvey. Right. It seems like the very next day he goes out there, lays an egg, and <laughs> continues to lay an egg. It's ridiculous. And so, you know, I, I think there's there's so many construction, you know, roster construction issues with this team that I think maybe you just start with the low-hanging fruit. And you go and you switch, you, you you rectify the issue with the amount of guards on this team that you just don't need. Stop playing the the freaking three guard lineup. Yeah. You go get yourself some small forwards. I mean, I'm fine if you stick with with Cameron McGriff on the squad. <laughs> I don't care. He's another big body. He plays hard. He's yeah. he's decent on the defensive end. Fine. Put him as a third stringer. I don't care, but stop playing the dang three guard lineup. It doesn't work. It doesn't. I agree. I I don't like the three guard lineup, and I know that CJ Dame and Norm haven't played all together at the same time very much. But I've I've never really liked it. Even when they did though, they were they were not good. Do you know what kind of was not good? Do you know what kind of irks me too? So like we're we're not we're diving deep into the roster, right? But for some reason, like Greg Greg Brown can't find minutes. Yeah, two minutes. Like, come it's on, like, come man. On, like, dude. why isn't why isn't bouncing Brown in the game? <laughs> the dude, the dude did an under the leg dunk in game. I don't care if it was in garbage time. Garbage time. It was in game. And you can't get this guy more than two minutes, four minutes. Come on, Patrick or not Patrick? Uh, Kevin McGriff had twenty minutes the other night. Dude, those minutes can't go to Greg Brown. Like, are we serious? That's what I'm saying. How do you think Greg Brown feels right now? It's so ridiculous, This is some BS is what he's thinking. That's garbage. I don't know. It's pretty garbage. That's that's probably my biggest gripe with Billups' lineups right now. It's like, dude, the people that... The one person that I want to see get minutes out of this besides Nasir Little and Anthony Simon is not getting minutes. It's like, what the hell, right. dude? Right, well, and, and it's hard for Anthony to get minutes because, I mean, he's out on health and safety protocols too. And, you know, he got... Um, right. I forget the injury he had before that. But, you know, he was out for a little bit. But, yeah, man, it's... I think, I think there's a lot of... of Issues that need to be addressed in the new year. Uh, 2022 has got to rectify some issues with this team or 
I mean, whoever was it Houston we gave uh, our our first round pick to this year for Rocco? Is that right? Yeah. Yep. I don't remember. It, it, listeners, uh, contact us on Twitter. Like, hit us up at Twitter at busted uh, busted bucket if you have the answer. But I, I'm pretty sure we gave Houston our pick. Um, yeah, hit us up on year and hit us up on Twitter and just give us some positivity. I think we need some of that for too, real, man. Because I'm I'm like I'm slow. Like <laughs> you know, in Terminator Two, when when uh-huh. Terminator falls in the lava and he puts up his fist with like the thumbs up <laughs> as he's sinking. Like that's how I feel. That's how I feel. Like I love you guys, but I'm I'm sinking here. Okay. I feel like the this is fine, dog. I know we've we've seen that <laughs> meme. This is fine. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, man. I'm pretty sure Pinwheel Empire has has posted that many times. It's accurate. It's highly accurate <laughs> it's, this season. It's, hey, it's pretty accurate. It's unfortunate, <laughs> but it's accurate. But you know, I I know this episode has been kind of a downer. Um, I just you know, it's hard to stay. I know it's hard to stay positive when so much is going wrong, but somebody's going to come in here and they're going to write the ship. Okay. Yep. Inevitably it always happens. It's cyclical. It, it will happen. So keep your heads up. Blazer fans. Um, we'll get right. Eventually we will get right. But, um, I don't know if, if, if you wanted to talk about the, um, the mid season tournament, but I, I, man, we can skip it. We can say that's it. a little, that's a little too much. For me to talk about in this episode because Deal. I'm so I'm so riled up by what I've seen the last few games. <laughs> but hey, uh, to our listeners, you know, just happy New Year to you guys. Happy um, New Year! Thank you, thank you for sticking with us. You guys have provided us with so much. Like we can't even express how grateful we are for you guys. So uh, keep tuning in. We'll keep putting out some more content for you, and hopefully you'll you'll continue to like it because you know. What else are we going to do? <laughs> <laughs> no, for real. Well, we've got games against Atlanta. Maybe that'll turn out with a, with a win. And then after that, Miami. Oh, I don't know about that one. And then Cleveland. Yeah, that might be a little tough. We'll see. Oh, we got Sacramento, though. We got Sacramento on the ninth. So hopefully we could come out with a win there. Well, let's cross our fingers. Uh, I guess we're waiting until the ninth. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> hey, man. Well, look. Uh, thank you for joining me on this show again. I know this is a quick episode, yes, but you know what? We'll, we'll pump out another one in a few days here. But um, big shout out to you, the Bay Area Blazer, Rosa Panta, the Basketball Podcast Network, DraftKings, and especially you, our listeners, our Twitter followers, and our Bucket Busters. You make it so easy to keep stepping up to this mic. Keep reaching out to us on Twitter, at Busted Bucket, with your comments and questions. We love building community with you all. And don't forget to rate, follow, and subscribe for digging what we're saying. Be good to each other, Rip City. We'll catch you next time on the Busted Bucket Podcast. Thanks for listening.